0: It's so good. Now, yeah, so the preachers um, tonight, it's, I've called it Hope Not in Horses. Um, it will make sense eventually, but it's called Hope Not in Horses. Um, yeah, the church is on a theme of hope at the moment, isn't it, Pastor Phil? Pastor Phil's been preaching some wild sermons on hope, and um, it's been blessing the church in um, really special ways. Hope is beginning to flicker and, you know, people are believing again for more. We've gotten this far and it's cool to just get a little bit, you know, relaxed. But we're starting to dream again for more, more of God. Speaking of dreams, I had the most weirdest dream last night. I don't know. uh, I just had a crazy dream. I, it's not like I ate heaps of pizza. You know when you have heaps of pizza and you're totally dehydrated and you have weird dreams? No? All right. Well, anyway, I didn't have heaps of pizza. I just had this weird dream. And the dream was um, I was older and heaps good looking. And Candace was heaps good looking, too. And she was, like, we were getting chauffeured by some, you know, now that I know the rest of the dream, some jerk but we were getting chauffeured by this guy. I was in the front seat. You're in the back. And we had a little kid in the back. We're totally not. Forget about it. Not right now. Um, and so anyway, there was like our little family in there. And we oh, stop it. And this jerk is driving and all of a sudden drives me into some sort of Lake. Weird, but so scary because I just, we just went like plowing into this lake. The waters came up and we were completely fu- flooded, flooded, flooded. And I was in the car and I just began to peek. And I instantly woke up, just heart racing, heart racing. Absolutely. And I couldn't sleep for probably the next two hours. And I'm just freaking out about the situation. I was thinking, what if that happened? Like, what would I do? Oh my gosh, am I going to be able to? Like, if this happens, I would, like, will I be able to pull this off? Will I be able to rescue my family? I started thinking about, you know, kicking the window open, Jason Bourne style. Who? Yeah. Um, okay, so if anyone was going to have, like, how do I say it? If there was going to be a movie about my life, which actor would I choose to play you, which is me? So we did that quiz the other day, and I came up with Matt Damon. Thanks, guys, Matt Damon. And um, played that quiz, totally Matt Damon. Um, but anyway, I was just thinking, well, kick the window out Matt Damon style and grab a hold of Candace and, like, she can grab the kid and we'll just, like, try and just tape, like get out of this car but it, I was just so afraid because we were deep and I'm thinking how am I going to do this flip and then I was stewing on it like how silly I was stewing on it for like hours and um then I just felt the Lord saying didn't pass the field to you to preach on hope and I was like oh, yeah and then I started to think yeah if that happened instead of flipping out and freaking out straight away, I'd put my hope in God. Hmm. Because, let's let's be real here. Sometimes we might face impossible situations. And putting your hope in your own strength, you're going to come short. It's going to be times when you need to completely and utterly have your hope in God. Because he's the only one that's going to be able to pull you through. So, see, the way I see it, there's two kinds of hope. Though this is how I, This is what I figured out on my own. Uh, no. I figured out there's two kinds of hope. Hope in God. There's a hope in God. And then there's a hope in everything else. Um, see, I've hoped fervently hoped for the South Sydney Rabbitohs to be in the grand final for a few years now and what like, I'm just getting like crushed every year aren't I seriously let's be real they suck <laughs> they suck the Rabbitohs bless them but there is you know, you know what you can hope I can hope all I like in those damn Rabbitohs but they're gonna let me down They're going to let me down every time it appears. But when I put my hope in God, I can safely, truthfully, and through experience, stand here in absolute confidence and tell you that I've never been let down. I've never been let down. Because he's awesome. It, it, it's the only hope you can. It's the only hope you can take to the bank. You're hoping God. Forget about any other hope in anything else, because it's frail. The world is frail. Humans are frail. The system is frail. Everything is frail, but God is solid, and you can take that hope that you've got in Him straight to the bank. It is. It, you, you will never get let down on that ever. I wrote down, um, placing your hope in anything else other than God is utterly futile. It's a good word, futile. I like it. Um, You know, another word, but we've been speaking a lot about hope, and there's a word that I reckon is kind of like a, you know, it's a relative of hope. And it's trust. And some people find it really hard to trust. Trust. Some people find it easy to trust. Um, I personally am probably somewhere in the middle, like i don 't find it heaps easy i don 't really find it heaps hard i 'm just floating in the middle there with my trust in people and and things, but except for my God, I totally trust my god but with with trust yeah it's a it 's a bit of a personal uh, battle for some and but for some it 's not. But something that I do trust, and I have learned to trust uh, more than my own instinct sometimes, is um, construction manuals. Um, Have you ever tried to construct like a desk or a power tower? I just got a power tower the other week. It's it's working for me. Um, (laughs) Laugh it up. (laughs) We'll see who wins in an arm wrestle in about five weeks. Um, you know, I've learned to trust those suckers because I've tried to construct things on my own without reading that manual, um, desks and drawers, and there's always things left out at the end and, and give it a few uh, weeks or something, and boy, the flippin' drawer's broken. What do you mean? It was working fine. You must have wrecked it. (laughs) But nah, there's like things missing everywhere. So I've learned that I've got to trust in these construction manuals. And I started to think about why I trust these construction manuals. And I realized that I trust them because the object that I'm trying to create was designed... It it has a creator. Uh, there's a person that created this drawer, this desk, this um, power tower. Someone actually thought it up in their head. They created it. They put it out. And they know how to make it. They know how to make it properly. They know how to make it work in its um, most efficient way. And um, that doesn't that make you think of God sometimes when I say it like that? Um it's it's very interesting, like we find it hard to trust. We're speaking about hope and some people are getting a little bit freaked out, like, yeah, I can hope for stuff, but hoping in God's a bit scary. Trusting in God's a bit scary. But if you were gonna trust in something or someone, it's the way I see it, it's so much easier to trust in someone or something that, that actually knows. You know. Just like the power tower the Power Towers creator, I have a creator that knows me, how I'm supposed to be um, put together. He knows, you know, how I will work in the most efficient way. He knows, he knows everything about me. He made me. He knows how I work. He knows what makes me laugh, what makes me cry. Farts make me laugh all the time. I just put it out there. Um, but you know what? He knows all that. He made me. And he's a such a cool God. I'm just being real, you know, probably offending some people but No I should get back to the notes. As soon as you say something like farts, that's a good indication. Quick, get back to your notes. Quick. Gosh guys. Psalm thirty three. Six and eleven. 6 to 11, I should say. I'm going to read that out whilst we're talking about, um, you know, if it's up there. That is great. Let let, Let me just read it out. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars, he puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Don't you love that? His plans and purposes last for eternity. They last for eternity. And you know what his plans and purposes are for everyone here right now? Let me just tell you because I know. I know what they are. They are plans to, to bless you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a future and a hope. Hope and a future. If you want to get correct. You know what I'm saying? What are, what, look, I'm telling you the truth, guys. I can act like a jerk and it's funny. But the fact of the matter is, is that God, for every single person here, everyone that's sitting down right now and standing up at the back, God has plans and purposes that, that are going to come to pass. You can make your own plans and purposes. The system can make its own plans and purposes. Kings and queens and authorities around the world can make their own plans and purposes. But God says he thwarts those. God says that you can't stop what God wants ultimately. You can't. And what he wants is to be in a sweet connection with everyone here. He wants to be in a divine relationship with everyone here. He wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. He wants to give you a hope and a future. Right? That's, (laughs) you know. And you know what else? Pastor Julie um, preached on it a little while ago as well. He wants to give you a life. And he wants to give that life to you in its most fullest capacity. Everyone's got a life to live. And he wants to make sure you get every bit of awesomeness out of it. But Pastor Julie also um, told us in the message that there's also a devil that comes to steal, kill and destroy. Um, And if you look at the world that we're living in right now, um, it 's pretty easy to see that um it 's going nowhere fast it 's in turmoil you know it 's going to be its own demise the world of like it 's just it 's not going great it 's not going great there 's like how many bazillions of people they 're dying every day because they can 't even get food that's, that 's that that 's just terrible there 's you know there's just yuck stuff going on over the place. And it's just, it's bad. I've written here, um, what did I write here? One only needs to open their eyes and they'll see this fallen world needs to be saved from itself. It needs hope. It needs hope. And so if I could bring up the next uh, passage, please. That's Psalm thirty-three, twelve to 17. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his life, uh, sorry, for his inheritance. From heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place, he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. You know, we put our hope in the things of the world like kings, warriors, horses. We might not literally put them in kings, warriors and horses, but we might put our hope in our presidents and our prime ministers. We might put our hope... In our warriors, I don't know, like, think of an analogy for that, someone like your sports stars, your movie stars, who? Army, the army, you know, you can get your security, you think, we've got a pretty good bomb system in this nation, if anyone comes on us, we're going to drop that bomb and we'll be fine, you can put your hope in that, you can put your hope in horses, you know, it's just ridiculous to think. It's just sad. But if you look, it says that all of these things, they cannot save. And we're living in a world that needs saving. And nothing in this world can save except for Jesus Christ. And that's where my hope is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. The world will let you down time and time again. But those who hope in the Lord will never be let down. If your hope is in the Lord, you will never be let down. <laughs> you get, there it is. <laughs> I was waiting for it, it's running hot. Let's just, um, can I bring up the next, you know, I'm going to finish pretty soon because I want to pray and I want to have a really good time here tonight with God. We might bring the worship team up in a little while, but please don't miss what I'm, what I'm, what I'm giving to you guys tonight. Eh? If we could bring up the next script, the passage of Psalm 33, 18 to 22. This is where it really gets totally awesome. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you in this very second. Let's just um, bring that. Can we go back to the start of that, please? But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him. You remember, he's talking about the kings and the warriors and the horses and all that stuff and how they're just completely futile. They cannot save. And in this crazy world we're living in, there's only one place we can look. And it says... But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Next bit. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. It's just profound. I love it. I love that scripture. I've written here, his unfailing love is sufficient for, and and let me read this again. His unfailing love is sufficient for and superior to death and famine. I just want to read that out again. His unfailing love is sufficient for and superior to death and famine. There's something that happens when you put your hope in God. There's something that happens that moment where you give your heart to Jesus Christ. You you become linked to your creator when you become a Christian. And there's a gift that's given to you amongst the many awesome gifts that he gives. But it's the gift of eternal life. And we won't die. How do you like that? There's a lot of people here that sometimes forget that. I know I do. We're not going to die. Our life doesn't end anymore. It never ends. And it, I, it's just a mind-blowing fact, isn't it? It's a mind-blowing fact. We hope in his unfailing love. We need not worry about death or famine. It's a big... <laughs> guys, this, I'm throwing it out there. You don't have to worry about famine or death. Put your hope in God and he will prove himself to you. He's, he's awesome. I want to read this other thing I wrote out. It says, as you place your hope in God, he will be your help and shield. Because I'm just, re- see, I'm just recounting on that last passage that we've um, read out. He will be your help and shield. You know, sometimes it feels like we're getting attacked. Sometimes it feels like the world's trying to beat us down. Sometimes it feels like we're beating ourselves down. You know what? God, you put your hope in God. He's a shield to you. You were talking about that crazy force field shield, you know. And I love those sound effects, which I will do no justice. But God will be your shield, He will be your shield and your help. A lot of us try and we think, you know, God, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. I know. I'm just going to try and do it on my own. I'll try and work my problems out on my own. I'm going to try and work through my wounded emotions on my own. You know, forget it, God. Like, don't worry about me. I'll be able to do it on my own. I've done that before. And guess what? It just gets you nowhere. There's a God... That has a lot of that stuff called unfailing love and grace and mercy and compassion. And he wants to walk you through everything every little hurt, every little pain. He walks you right through, heals you up, helps you through. Put your hope in him. Don't put your hope in anything else. Hope in him. Hope in him. 21, the um, verse 21 there, it talks about, uh, let me just read it, verse 21. It says, in him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. And I've written here, the rejoicing heart is the product of placing your trust in him. It, you, you can't, you know, a lot of people speak about the joy of the Lord. And a lot of people want it. But sometimes people don't get it because they haven't completely surrendered to him and they haven't put their full trust in him. There's nothing more liberating and more, you know, it is a joyous occasion when you can put your full trust in God and all of a sudden you receive this joy that is just un- it's, it's, it's of an unspeakable nature. It's so f- liberating. It's so freeing. When you've let go of everything and you hold on with everything you have in God because you're trusting him, you receive the best joy, which you spoke about today. You receive the best peace, which you also spoke about today. You get it all when you've let go and you've put your trust in him and you've grabbed on. Love you, Lord. Love you, Lord. And 22, I'll just read this last little bit. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. And I just want to pray. God, would you right now bring your unfailing love into this room? If I could have Lisa up on the keys just now. Thanks, Lisa. God, I pray that your unfailing love would surround this room. I pray that hearts would feel it tonight. You love us all so dearly, Lord. You love us all so dearly. And Lord, for the ones here tonight that are putting their hope in you afresh, that have been stirred to place their hope in you with without boundaries, without limits, without holding back at all. Lord, I pray that they would recognize your unfailing love upon their life you're so good to us lord i am amazed i'm amazed it, i i hear of other religions where they've just got to beat themselves black and blue you know to get favor from their gods they've got to do this right they've got to do that right they've got to jump through this hoop they've got to do so much stuff just to get their God to love them. But our God, the one true God, He just requires us to give Him our heart and just trust Him and ask Him to help us. And as soon as we put our hope in Him, As soon as we surrender everything to Him, we just get our socks blessed right off. Why, God? Why? Shouldn't I have to be heaps holy? Shouldn't I have to be the most holiest dude ever to receive this unfailing love that you're talking about, God? How, what, like, don't you know what I've done? Don't you know that I'm a screw-up? Don't you know that I constantly just blow it in life? You know what? God says to you guys, look, mate, about 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago I sent my son to earth why? because I love you so much because I can't bear to be apart from you I sent my son to earth so that he could die on a cross and rise again and in him doing that He's going to take away all your sin, all the sin you've ever done, all the sin that you're going to do. He came to take it all. Why, God, why are you doing this? I don't deserve it. I don't deserve your love. I don't deserve your favor. I don't deserve anything. Well, guess what? That is 100% correct if you feel like that. You don't deserve any of it. No one does. Not one man that has ever walked this earth deserves it at all. No one deserves it. But there's a crazy thing that God has which blows my mind every day. It's called grace. He's also got a thing called forgiveness. He's also got another attribute called mercy. He's also got the most powerful thing I've ever experienced, and that's his love. His unfailing love. God, you're so good to us. You're so good to us. You know what, guys? I've spoken enough tonight. Um, yeah. What I really want to do now, I, I just really feel compelled. There's a lot of you guys in this room. I know a lot of you guys personally. And I know that you guys have just got a great relationship with God. And that you do. Put your hope in. This.